everybody. Welcome. And thank you for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. My name is Zach Brittle. I'm here with Laura Heck. We're here today with Dr. Monique Thompson. Dr. Thompson, or Aunt Mo, as you might come to know her, is doing really thought-provoking work around infidelity and recovery and the trauma that's associated with that and how to process it and how to make sense of it. We love talking to her. We couldn't get enough. We want to have her back, um, not just because of her wisdom into how relationships work, but also she is apparently a very, very good cook. I think I talked her into making something for my daughter, Abby, who is in school right near where Dr. Thompson works and lives uh, in the Dallas area. I really loved her thoughts on infidelity and the particular recovery from infidelity and how that process works. This is a very cool conversation. Stick around. If you stick around to the end, Dr. Monique is going to give you her secret recipe and we'll clip it and we'll put that at the end of the podcast so that we have them hanging to the very last minute. Does that sound good? Jason, our our producer is like, yes. We'll see what he can figure out. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking to Dr. (laughs) Monique Thompson, (laughs) who is uh, out of Dallas. The reason we started talking about cake is because uh, my daughter, as I said, Uh is at SMU and uh, Dr. Monique Thompson is going to bake her bunt cake for my kid. And deliver it to, she's at Meadows. She's at the Meadows School she's of the Art. Okay, so, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah. I and, really uh, will do this. I have you, college students all over the country. All I over. know, I, I believe you. I <laughs> and they come home, you. when I, they come I home, I, I bake cakes for them. I they let I'm, me know where they're coming I'm home and believe, what kind of cake they want. Yeah. I'm going to believe everything that comes yeah, out of your mouth for the next half an hour because you clearly have thought thought it through. And um but your area of expertise, your area of specialty is around infidelity. Yeah. One of her areas. Adult survivors of sexual trauma infidelity. Mm-hmm. The, those are the top two. I do a lot of bipolar disorder, major depression. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do so much kids anymore because I have kids now. Yeah, right. But before I did, 90% of my practice was kids wow. and I did a lot of forensic work. So I worked with adult male sex offenders. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of drug and alcohol mm-hmm. work. But, you know, as your life changes, you adjust yourself. Wow. around the life you want. Yep. And so then you're living every day the life you want to live. So mm-hmm. that's what's happening. I love it. We, it's right interesting. I have, yeah. I mean, we go through waves. Well, actually, hold on. I have quite a few uh, in my practice right now that are on the other side of infidelity. And so we're working on recovery. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the reasons where yeah. I was like, bring it, Dr. Thompson. I need to know all uh-huh. there is to know. And... Uh, you're going to call her Dr. Dr. I'm just going to call her Aunt, Aunt Mo? Mo the whole time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he is nailing down this cake. I know. He wants it so bad. Ensuring so, the cake delivery. So, uh, that Mo, cake is a done deal. About how you you just tell me what flavor. She gets that cake. She gets the cake. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to suck up anymore, Zach. It's yeah. a done deal. <laughs> it's a done yeah. deal. I don't, I don't go on campus much anymore. I'm, I'm a consultant with Perkins. School of Theology. I've been there for there 21 go. years. So I don't That's go on cool. campus much anymore because after COVID, we went virtual mm-hmm. and I, I never went back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do have good reason to be on campus every once in a while. And now I will add that to my good reason to be on campus every gotcha. once in a while. She gets a cake. What's her name? You, oh, no, you, you don't want to say that. Oh, okay. no. He's, yeah. 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 No, her name's Addie. Yeah, we we talk about her all the time. Okay. What's her name? Her name's Abby and Abby. she's a junior at the Meadow Schools. Yeah. And she's... Oh. um. I should point you toward they're doing, she's, she's, she's assistant directing a show right now. Um, so if you're inclined to go see a show, you Fair can, train. whatever, but we'll connect yeah. about it that offline. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We'll connect them. 
Because we want to hear about the stuff that you know about, not just the stuff that I know about. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to first and foremost, I one of the questions that I thought was really interesting um, is kind of like this common misconceptions uh, or myths. Mm -hmm. And is it myths around Mm -hmm. infidelity? Is it myths about couples? I'm just I'm curious about what these common misconceptions are. Well, it's probably both. Yeah. And. I would say some of it, a lot of it is before people even get married in the first place. Mm. So we just have assumptions about what it means to love somebody. Um, We have assumptions about like that bad things won't happen to you if you're a good person. Oh, yeah. Um, If you're a certain kind of spouse, bad things won't happen to you. Mm -hmm. Um, We have expectations, inhuman expectations about forgiveness and what that means. Um, And then, too, sometimes we come into lots of human experiences with these either overconfidence or lacking confidence Mm -hmm. entirely. Um, And so we don't approach it with a reasonable expectation of self or the other person. Mm. And then when trouble comes, trouble's going to come. So when when trouble comes, um, we kind of flatline there like. you're embarrassed that you're having trouble. You don't know what to do. You don't want to talk to anybody. And I often say, you know, the information highway is beautiful. It's a gorgeous place. It's the scenic route to gathering information, but expertise is still at a premium. (laughs) So while you could go through Instagram and YouTube and, you know, check out all these resources, you still don't know like which voice to listen to. Right. What's the, you know, what's the trustworthy, credible source. And, for my work, people, when they're going through infidelity, it's like time out for the wrong information. You cannot yeah. live off of Twinkies when you're going through infidelity. Yeah. You need vegetables, <clears throat> you know, all your vitamins and minerals because yeah. it is no time for playing games with a person's life like that. It can yeah. get dangerous. I mean, all of us have watched all the movies, the TV shows. Right. I mean, it genuinely gets that damn. You probably had that experience. Mm-hmm. My husband works in mental health. Mm-hmm. And we sometimes jokingly say, like, how many murders did we keep from happening? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. But, you know, you hear yeah, people. You're talking about like the you're talking about like the boiling the rabbits. That kind of dangerous. <laughs> yes. Or when people just get so enraged. So it's not anger. Uh, and it's not just mad. It's enraged. Mm-hmm. When people get so enraged um, and they mm-hmm. come up with something to do and you know, figuring out how to manage it because you're in that role as a therapist, you become sort of a first responder. Mm-hmm. You're in session and you're realizing what I always take everybody seriously. Everybody. 22 yeah. years, I've not mm-hmm. lost anybody. And most of that has to do with I take everybody seriously. So because of that, I, I mean, uh, one of my colleagues was like, how do you get people to just tell you? I said, I have no idea. And I still to this day, I don't know how I get people. Just tell me, right? Tell me what they're gonna do and fess up. Or call, I have, I don't, I haven't called CPS myself in over twenty years. Mm. I mm. get people to call on their on their cells. I mm-hmm. get them to pick up the phone and call and tell CPS what you did. Mm-hmm. Um, true, true stories. But the bigger picture of like between, you know, what people don't know or don't believe and the myths they believe about infidelity. And about being a couple, those things that you think are true that are not true make your healing process excruciating, Mm. excruciating because you're thinking Mm. 
something is true that's not true. And maybe the source of that you believe. I'll give you a quick example when it comes, because I do a lot of faith-based work. Uh People will believe if they pray for their marriage, then God's going to save their marriage or they're just not praying hard enough. And I, okay, so there's no scripture says if you pray hard enough for your marriage, then it's going to be okay. There's nowhere in there, but just this belief that if you just pray hard enough for Mm -hmm. something, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is caused a lot of pain. So then now the person is troubled with their faith. They're troubled with themselves. They think something's wrong with their prayer life. I mean, none of that is true, but it causes this like domino effect. Mm. Okay. And now a source that could be helpful to you, like your spiritual life could be helpful to you. Right. Except now you don't believe that you even have access. Like you don't believe you have access to God. So now it's God doesn't love me. My spouse doesn't love me. I must be unlovable. It's Mm -hmm. all my fault. You know, so now it just, so that's what I mean by some of this is before they even get married. Right. That you're relieving certain things. And then you have an event that needs you to be thinking clearly. Mm -hmm. And the thoughts you're having were, they were never true in the first place. I have a, a misconception that has come up a couple of times. Actually, I have two. One is um, before people ever get married, they in their mind, they have an idea and they haven't communicated it with their partner. So there's an expectation that mm. I will not stay in a marriage if these certain things are true or if these certain things happen, infidelity being one of them. And so when infidelity happens, there's this moment of the marriage is done. There's no, no salvaging it. And I already decided inside of myself 15 years prior that I wouldn't stick around for a relationship if there was infidelity. Um, so that's one misconception mm-hmm. um, is that they have decided that just sort of before they ever got married, that that was going to happen. I think a lot of people also think that you can't survive um, infidelity. And Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, that's a misconception. Um, What was the other one? The other one that I've seen often is if my partner is to cheat on me, then I've been made a fool and I need to leave. I can't stick around and go through the process of healing because I'm the fool and I can't be played the fool again. And I've seen that over and over and over. It's like, if you are the one that is the betrayed partner, that there's a lockstep way to deal with it. And if you don't, you're showing other people, it's about kind of like other people, what others see Uh in the relationship. So I kind of want to break those myths down, Um, particularly maybe number two. I want to survive. Yeah. The the thing about the, what you said, the first one there, Laura, is like, I have people come in all the time and they're like, oh yeah, there's been an, there's been an affair. And, and, uh, and I'll say, well, did, you know, didn't you say that you would never stick, stick around for an affair? And then they found out that they would, they found out that, oh, this isn't mm-hmm. actually a deal breaker. This is actually mm-hmm. a thing that I'm interested mm-hmm. in, like working on. So that's a new identity for them. And I guess I'm, I, I'm, I share that like kind of misconception question, which is what do people do with this sort of new identity piece that has come in mm. when they find out either that they're capable of an affair or that they're capable of sticking around after affair that they didn't, they're not the person they thought they were a year mm-hmm. ago or two years ago or five years ago. Um, I don't know that that's kind of what I've been playing mm-hmm. with as you were talking. Yeah. That I won't survive. Um, so I, I like for us, to allow for conflicting coexisting truths. So 
it's okay. kind of true that you, as you were, won't survive. Mm. There's a part of you that's just that's gone. Mm-hmm. The part of you that believed in the fairy tale of all of that, that's actually gone. Like genuinely, that's gone, you know? Um, and and you are clearly alive and can <laughs> make choices to heal. That's also true. You could make use the power of your choice to heal, but it's also true that healing is not guaranteed. Like, as the, the I mean, time is the most gangster thing of all. Time cares nothing mm. about anybody. It just goes right on by mm. mm-hmm. for everybody. No matter how much money mm-hmm. you have, power. It is the, the you know unto every life measure faith is given. Time was that one thing that everybody is given, and it is taken away evenly too. So you're going to live, but will you live in a healed way, in a way that you enjoy? Will you have quality of life? Those are choices, right? Mm -hmm. And so you do need to make an active choice. And maybe you didn't know about needing to make an active choice in your former self. You were also living in some fairy tales about life too. So that's over. You, You won't be able to ever again Say, I don't think that people who, you know, cheat should, I, I think that they're the worst in the world. Well, now you're looking at somebody uh-huh. and you feel uh-huh. love for them. You do not think they're the scum of the earth and you do uh-huh. like, at uh-huh. the same time. So you have these conflicting coexisting truths and, you know, kind of, you know, with meditative breath, uh-huh. acknowledging and allowing them to sit outside of you. You're you're not those things. You're a human being. You're ever evolving. You can choose to observe this experience and choose the life you're going to live in this moment. You don't get to choose that a moment is going to happen. You get to choose how I want to experience this moment. But that requires a pause, a conscious breath. And so you may believe some things that are not true for a long time. And then find with infidelity and I would say not just the event of infidelity, but the unfolding of events from infidelity. Mm-hmm. Like you now are mm-hmm. discovering things. Discovery takes years. Um, I encourage when people come in to see me, one, I'm a kid person. So if there are children, I will not do the therapy unless people are willing to commit to minimally a year of mm. just working through things, not promising an outcome at all, just saying we're working. You know, we're not promising to stay. We're not threatening to leave. We're we're just rescuing everybody from this fire, uh-huh. getting everybody, uh-huh. everything precious out of the house, uh-huh. making sure people are okay, getting people to the hospital. I mean, that one year is just, That's you know, making sure we're all safe and healthy. I always have yeah, people that if say, they're kids, like, there's no way. How long? Right. Like they want to know how long is this going to take? I'm in pain and uh, I I don't I want to know how long do we need to work with you, Laura, in order to get over this? And you're saying we're just doing like the the rescue first year, the first year. Well, and then in five years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And five years of knowing that you will be on some level working with somebody, if not me. For the next, you'll be going to retreats or reading books or going to conferences or mm-hmm. an individual. You'll be doing something for Still at least the it. next five years 
because discovery is going to continue to happen. You're going to continue to re-experience. You're mm-hmm. going to continue to need to work on trauma-informed communication skills. You, I mean, it's or you don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. Your risk of mental illness shoots through the roof because you're not sleeping well. There's mm-hmm. no way. You're mm-hmm. not sleeping well. And if you are, you're using a probably non-regulated sleep aid. <laughs> you're doing it. I'm mm-hmm. to love you. You know, so you, your, your brain as an organ, right, is suffering during that time. And we know that the brain can recover on its own when you have little spurts here and there of sleep disturbance. But when we get into weeks, months, years, there's damage to certain structures in your brain. We know that your T-cell function starts to plummet. The HPA axis is taking a hit. Your breath work, your breath is just right here in your face all right. day long. You're not doing any belly breathing. Mm-hmm. That's what's, what's really HP? relaxing. You mentioned HPA axis. Yeah, so, what's that? Yeah, so if you are in, under under stress, so there's an axis that kind of connects your brain and your gut, and your so your your brain, your heart. And your gut kind of create this um, this axis that so the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal gland um, axis. So this is a connection between your brain mm-hmm. and your pituitary gland that help you to manage stress. Okay, but when people are in their autonomic nervous system, that's that fight or flight, right? Mm-hmm. You just it's like if you are driving a you know, a car and you just never stop and check the brakes. You hear them squeaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. stop it. And they stop squeaking, but that's because now you've worn through the brakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you finally, 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 you know, are going downhill and can't stop mm-hmm. because the brakes are gone, you don't have any brakes anymore. So similarly, over time, um, you wear out things that are happening biologically. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you'll live. You'll live through the infidelity. You'll live through that time passing, but will you have quality of life? Mm-hmm. You, the quality of life is a, is a choice. Right. Um, so we don't necessarily have to immediately make a decision about staying or going. And I encourage people to, to acknowledge that I might change my mind. Like, even if I say I'm done, I also want to say I might change my mind. Mm-hmm. Even if I say I'm staying, I want right. to, I, I might change my mind because mm-hmm. one discovery still have you discovering about yourself mm-hmm. and you may not like mm-hmm. the self you have mm-hmm. become in response to this situation. Mm-hmm. And you may say, I, you know what? I believe you'll never, you'll never cheat again. I don't believe I will ever okay. love you ever. That's actually a helpful you know? category for me as you talk, because when you said discovery takes forever oh, yeah. or takes a long time, it's not simply discovery about the details of the infidelity. Mm-hmm. Like it's not strictly like discovery about, oh, it was this one night in Las Vegas mm-hmm. or, oh, it was mm-hmm. this girl from high school or something. It's discovery about self, mm-hmm. who you are, how you've changed, what what's going mm-hmm. on for you. Like mm-hmm. that's. Okay, that makes a lot more sense to me because I was like, geez, Louise, it takes a year to get all the the discovery the stuff of the affair, out. That, but you're talking about the discovery of self that as well. Seems, of that all seems of like it. overkill, yeah, but you're talking it. about yes. characterological discovery. Yes, yes. And even allowing yourself to have forethought. Like I encourage people when they have children to consider this choice you are making. We could do a healthy divorce. It is not necessary in 2023 for us to have a 
nuclear disaster divorce. You can have a healthy divorce. Mm -hmm. You will have to slow down to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. You Mm. could possibly recover from this. There's plenty of resources out there. There's plenty of science on things that work and don't work. You could. Now, could doesn't mean you should, but you could. You could. Right. Now, if you choose one way or the other, you are making a choice for people who are not even here yet. You're making a choice for your kids' kids, for their kids. It goes on mm-hmm. into generations. Mm-hmm. So what? So I encourage them, think about what kind of grandparent you want to be. You know, mm-hmm. think about what kind of experience you want to have on mm-hmm. your kids. This little baby's 16th birthday. You know, what kind of relationship do you want to have with mm-hmm. your spouse? If they should move on, do you feel like you're going to be a good co-parent? You know, so start thinking about co-parenting. There is a book I asked them to read about co-parenting about three or four months in to explore that, the reality of co-parenting. So that's what I mean by the discovery of, wait, if we're not together and we have children, all that's over is this legal marriage. That's all that's really over. Right. Yeah. Everything else yeah. is just in volume two, mm-hmm. part one, uh-huh. <laughs> volume two, part one. Yeah. And now I you so let's look let's go ahead and take a peek into volume two part one where the first Halloween you realize they're not gonna trick or treat in your neighborhood, they're trick-or-treating in that person's partner's neighborhood. <laughs> Kids you don't know, you're not getting mm-hmm. any pictures, you're not getting any video, and you're watching the Facebook live with everybody else. <laughs> Just you know, getting ready mm-hmm. for those moments and choosing that I will choose to heal in that moment. It might not be as bad as I think it's gonna be, but we're so far from it today that you're like, I, you know, I don't know if I want to do my Halloween like that when possibly mm. this could work out. And then I encourage people like when you decide which way you want to go, the healthy divorce after the year, the healthy divorce or the other way. Now it's time to put you back into it. Now mm. it's time to fully clock in and put you back into whichever way we decide we're going. But until then, there's just a lot of space for getting it out you know, flushing the toilet, just getting everything out. And I think if I'm summing, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm picking up what you're putting down, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but um, it sounds like slow down is yes. really the, at the heart of what you're, as yes. what you're saying. Like you get this crisis or this, you know, really acute pain or event and you're so sort of, you start with slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slow down your decision making, yeah. but possibly do an uptick. Yeah on your seeking of help, on your help seeking behavior, mm-hmm. which okay. I noticed okay. when this, when but not, yeah. Uh, Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like maybe what I see that is unfortunate is people take a wait and see approach to actually seeking help. And so in mm. the meantime, unnecessary harm has unfolded. And so sometimes even some of the unnecessary harm can create barriers to treatment. Easy example, somebody just moves out. They go get an apartment, which increases household expense and creates a barrier to treatment as far as the two of you coming together for a point. I mean, it just <laughs> it invites more chaos. You might need yeah. to, you may need to, and I don't, I don't judge. I'm like, what do we need to do? What do we think we could do so that there's peace? Peace is what's more powerful than war, right? So what step can we make for peace? And it may be that you need to do that, but let's do this cleverly. Mm-hmm. You know, do you really need a whole apartment or do you just need an Airbnb for the weekend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can we just get an Airbnb for the weekend? Can mm-hmm. you just 
hotwire a hotel for two or three nights, like every other night for a couple of months, you just hotwire a hotel, which that was, you know, a couple hundred dollars and you're done versus a lease. Right. A few thousand dollars, you know, so I'm not saying that you don't need space or that you shouldn't do something. But when you slow down and now you're thinking with a different part of your brain, you know, the prefrontal cortex is back in the game. Mm -hmm. You can expect clever thoughts. You can be strategic. And now you're making a choice that is not sabotaging and creating chaos and harm, which you already have enough. Mm -hmm. You know, so now you're on the ninth floor of the burning building and somebody decides they're just going to jump out of the window and you're like, well, but there's a fire escape in that window. <laughs> but they're mm-hmm. already you're like just, you know, so they could have still gone out a window, but mm-hmm. there was another window with the fire mm-hmm. escape. And you wonder what's the first thing we would say in there? What would we say? Wait. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. Just slow down and, and, and wait because it is a crisis. But kind of one of your other questions I wanted to come back to mm-hmm. is that I can't stay. Right. Like. People say, I'll never, if I ever find, mm-hmm. I will never, I'm not right. saying, I saw my mother, right. or I saw my father, or I saw, and you know, when they do it once, they're going to do it again, mm-hmm. and that, you know, and I don't argue that I'm like, they might do it again. Mm-hmm. Your mother's story may be a cautionary tale. It may be a predictive tale. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not mm-hmm. here to write your life story. But if you slow down, you know, breath to calm, to clear to clever, figure out what you really, really want. You say I that knew again? you Calm, were going to clear to clever. He loves alliteration <laughs> like, so much. I breath knew. <laughs> breath to calm, to breath clear. Breath to calm, to clear, to clever. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're, when you're clever, you're calm. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're clever, you're calm. You may actually say, you know, I am not staying, but I want the most beautiful divorce ever. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous divorce, mm-hmm. you know, or you may say, I'm, I'm not staying, but I, you know, I realized that I, I, I don't want a divorce until after Christmas. Right. And that sounds silly, but that may be your truth, mm-hmm. you know? And so you may mm-hmm. have to have a conversation with your spouse and say, we need to go to an attorney. We need to get a financial stay. We need, you know, we may mm-hmm. need to get some temporary custody in place. Um, this is, you know, and in a calm state, you can be clever. You yeah. can say, really, I just want to make it through this Christmas. I don't want to stay in the same house, but let's figure out how we can do this without sending our expenses through the roof. I, you know, talk to your attorney. I encourage everybody. Your state is where the person has to be licensed. You don't have to go downtown to find your attorney. They need to be licensed in your state. Find someone clever that you can afford. Mm-hmm. Ask them for quite ask them questions. You know, do you need to do Anything that will protect you while you're figuring out what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, do you need to do a cease and desist on this person that the person was having an affair with that keeps bothering you? You can get a cease and desist letter from a, any attorney to, to, to manage some of that. Mm-hmm. You know, do I, what do I need to do to protect myself? Because I'm not saying a year of of staying in the burning building. I'm saying let's get out of the burning building. Right. And sometimes you have to legally address some things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you you're not going to stay. You say, I can't stay. It may be true in the end. I'm not staying, but I can't stay. Was it true? 
I'm right. not staying. Yeah. Is Doesn't a that, that mm-hmm. makes a big difference when you feel like a decision is something that you made, not because you were forced mm-hmm. uh, or because, uh-huh. you know, that's the decision that you made 15 years ago, or that's the, you know, religion that you're in or the expectations right. of your family. But it's a right. choice that, and I feel like it's a choice that two people, that's a glorious divorce to me is a choice when two people mm-hmm. come to a decision mm-hmm. together. Um, I do want to yeah, And I've seen it. Oh, I yeah. have too. Absolutely. Okay, but it does take time and resources. Um, you mentioned yes. a resource that I want to give our folks. You said, I, I will oftentimes give people but th- month three, month four, a co-parenting resource to read. What mm-hmm. is that? So y'all going to laugh. This book is as old as time itself. Co-parenting oh. after divorce by Elizabeth Shulman. This is how old this book is. I promise you, you're going to think you saw C. Dick, C. Jane run somewhere. <laughs> it is that old. But I can't replace this book. She was an it's attorney. It's got the gold foil. It's, yes. It's got the gold foil yes. binding on yes. the edge. You know, staple. <laughs> you can't get an ebook version of it. It is not on Audible. But she was an attorney who then got into social work. And so her book is written with that um, rigor, you know, and, and it's bullet pointed. So I like it because when people are going through crisis, a bullet point little booklet that you can get through in an afternoon is helpful. You know, so it's broken down into age groups like here's some things you need to do if they're toddlers. Here's some things if they're preteens, that kind of thing. She breaks down holidays, visitation, and she talks about some of the emotional experience you're going to have. And she pushes people to take responsibility Mm. for their emotional response. Mm hmm. And it's I love that. I, I can't replace the book. This is 1997. <laughs> it is not that old. There's not C. Dick and Jane Run, C. Spot. <laughs> she talks about facts. <laughs> she says, you can fax this. I'm like, nobody does that anymore. No. But she is wonderful <laughs> with that book. The other one I, I use a lot for the healthy divorce because there's a lot of resources out there for it. But what I like for a healthy divorce is for people to look at, um, there's a section and oh, I have, why am I drawing a blank on um, the healthy divorce? It will come to me. But there's a section on it called guns, um, called Is This a Gunfight, right? And I ask people to read that. And I have repeatedly couples say, well, if we can do this, we can stay married. I'm like, well, here's the news. To have a healthy divorce, you're going to have to brush up on your communication skills totally. anyway. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so true. And even if you're getting divorced, you're not going to never have to speak to that person Mm -hmm. again. Yeah, that's none of that's actually about to happen. You're going to have to talk to them under more tense situations Mm -hmm. than you are in right now. The tenseness goes up, not down. And your control over things. If you're sharing, if you're sharing, if you're sharing children, if you're sharing children. Well, or if you have a business together, because I've run into that as well, especially now. I think the the onset of Internet business and virtual businesses Mm -hmm. has created more partner businesses. Mm -hmm. And so now people are like, well, can we be business partners? And I'm like, that's almost worse than having a chat. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) right. Zach. uh, (laughs) Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) So that one is that was tough. So if they're in business together. I asked for three to six months, like let's pause three to six months. And mm-hmm. during that time, if you could seek consult and if you could seek consult on what this looks like, if the person has to buy you out or what are you, are you dissolved? What are you doing? You know, 
Um, if there is no kids, no kids at all. See, people listening might think this is awful, but if there are literally no kids at all, I ask them to come to the table in four weeks. Where mm-hmm. are we going? Yeah. Where are we going? Come in, and if they're dating, if they're dating, then I ask them to think about you are buying this car as is no warranty. <laughs> oh, I love the way you put things. Um, okay. I, I'm aware of time. Zach has mm-hmm. a hard stop. Yes. But I'm going to ask, yes. would you be willing to come back on? Because you have some interventions, some tools, some resources for yes. folks in the process. And I want to dive yes. deeper, but I don't think we have time for just one podcast. I think we need you to come back on. Would you love would to. you join us again? To. Okay. Yes. I would love that yes. because I think this is a teaser that's kind of like giving people the okay, I get it. We're not gonna rush into making any major decisions. We need to slow down, we need to pause. But now mm-hmm. I want yes. to give mm-hmm. them you've teased it all up. The next part, which is now what do you do? What what do you do mm-hmm. when you're in that moment of discovery or what are you doing to heal and recover if you've mm-hmm. decided mm-hmm. to stay together? Um that's what I want to circle back to. Okay. Yes. Let's do that. Let's do let's it. Do and you also have a yes. workbook. So uh, I think I we do. need to tell I people. Do. Actually, would you mind telling people what is the name of your yes. workbook? The Infidelity and Recovery Workbook for Couples. Uh-huh. It is available on Amazon. Awesome. And the book is designed for both partners. So there's alternating chapters for the person who was cheated yes. on and the person who did the cheating. Mm-hmm. And there are combined chapters that are for both to complete. There's exercises <laughs> throughout and there's self-care guidance throughout as Love well. Love that. Love that. Yes. Okay. We're going to have you back on. We got to dig into yes. the resources and to more yes, of like the nuts do. and bolts of what folks can do yes. in recovery. Um, but we have to land the plane on this one, but we'll have you back on. Thank you, Dr. Monique yes. Thompson. And Maybe uh, another secret recipe. I'll go through my archives. Maybe I'll give y'all one more recipe when I come back. Oh, I love that. I'm telling you, <laughs> I make the best lemon butt cake ever in the world. Yum. Yes. Red velvet. Why? Lemon Why do you butt? make the best lemon butt cake because ever? Because I wanted to not spend the money on nothing but cakes. So there you I go. perfected my own lemon butt cake because I like theirs. But yeah. now everybody likes mine more and mine does not cost near as much. And so I have a fresh What's lemon butt cake. What's the secret? Oh, I can't tell you. I'll What's tell you. What's the secret? I'll tell you off, a, a off. tiny, tiny, tiny okay. bit. Okay. Use more than one flavor. So don't just use vanilla in your flavoring. Okay. So use more than one flavoring. Um, what's another trick that, I'll, that I'm willing to share? Um, I know. I love that you're being so <laughs> coy. I, well, yes. I have tons of secret recipes. Okay, here's one more, one more trick to the lemon bunt cake is to use white chocolate chips. And you put them in the blender until they're powdery. And you add that to the mixture. What? Yeah. Okay. White chocolate in your lemon bun cake? White chocolate cake? chips. White chocolate chips into the lemon bun cake. Um, you know, so since since I'm so glad to be on this podcast, because I've been listening to y'all. I'm going to share this with your listeners. No. And yes. Because I, t- I have my grandmother's <laughs> secret tea recipe. I have her pancake <laughs> secret recipe. I have, I make the best hot wings in the world. That's a secret recipe. Mm, um, the dressing is a secret, secret recipe. We're not getting that. Collard greens. You're not getting that. <laughs> Yeah, like I got a list of other ones you're not getting. 
The pecan pie. I mean, my mother-in-law loves my pecan pie the best in the world. Sweet potato pie is so the best hungry. in the world. I, so I will give you the lemon bundt cake <laughs> recipe because there's a whole list that you're not getting. How about that? Okay. So here's the lemon bundt cake recipe. It. All right. You guys ready? No, okay. we're getting the whole thing right now. Yes, yeah, okay. so I'm going to tell you the whole thing right now. You need Duncan Hines okay. cake mix. All right. Okay. Um, and then, so you're going to go online and you're going to do the Google for copycat um, nothing but lemon cake. And you're going to see that it, it tells you to use like cake mix. It's going to tell you the eggs and all this stuff. But here's what's missing from that recipe. Here are my secrets. Definitely use the white chocolate chips. And some will give you that to do, some don't. Definitely do that. Definitely use okay. a little package of lemon pudding mix. Lemon pudding mix. Okay. And oh. then here are your three flavors. Butter. Yeah, butter flavor. You're going to use butter, butter the uh -huh. butter extract. You're going to use vanilla and lemon extract in the actual There's a cake butter mix. extract? I had no idea that was such a thing. Yes. Why can't I just use yes, butter, though? Because you don't want the fat. You want the flavor. You just want the butter flavor. Okay. Yes. All right. You just want the butter. You don't want to add any more fat to the cake. You don't want to change the cake mixture. Right. You just want to add some flavor. Mm. Okay, so you're going to add butter flavor, vanilla extract, lemon flavor, and none of the recipes are telling you to put any flavors in there. I'm telling you, you want to add those three okay. and be generous. Be generous with the lemon. Uh huh. Be generous with the lemon. You're not going to hurt the cake. Just be generous with it. If you have any of the real lemon, you know, that comes in the green bottle, Put just a smidge, like an eighth of a teaspoon of that in there, too, because you want the lemon flavor and yeah. the lemon smell. All right. Now, here's she the rest of the just a smidge. <gasps> just a smidge. That's my, that's my <laughs> dog's smidge. name. Okay. I have a wiener dog named Smidge because it's smidge. just a smidge of a dog. Isn't oh. that cute? Yeah. Just, okay. That is lovely. Yeah. I love. Okay. Okay. Y'all ready for the other? Yeah. Uh, okay. So now you've got a, you know how people typically grease and flour a cake pan, yes. right? Not going to do it that way. You're going to use a little bit of cooking spray. Mm -hmm. So you're going to spray this out of a bundt cake. Then you're going to get your Crisco like you normally would. You know how you would oil it yeah. inside. But then you're going to get sugar. Obviously. Instead of flour. Mm -hmm. Just normal like granulated <laughs> white sugar. Granulated white sugar. Perfect. You're going to use that mm. instead of flour. And so now you're going to have a nice crunchy sweet outing to the bundt, bundt cake. Yeah. All right. And and you're going to put just a little bit of water in another pan underneath and it. You're gonna slide that in the uh, underneath okay. it while it's baking so that it stays super moist, moist while it's baking. <sighs> yes. And I did, yes. by the way, you're gonna take look it. up the easy copycat recipe online. Yes. So I'm looking at that. And yeah. And so it's telling you a lot, but it doesn't tell you the flavors. Mm -hmm. It doesn't tell you to use the sugar instead of flour right. when you're coating the can. Pan, and then when you take it out, you want it just cooled. And all those recipes, they tell you, like, stick it in the refrigerator. I like a fresh cake, same day cake, yep. right? So take it out, let it cool just enough to pop it out of the pan, which it should do easily if you were coating it well. Yeah. Pops right out yeah. of the pan, okay? And then you're going to put your icing that you prefer. I like a simple cream cheese Me too. icing on it, yep. just a plain cream cheese icing. But for it, add clear vanilla to the cream cheese icing. That's a thing? Yes, instead of the brown vanilla. Yeah. Yes, that's a thing. <laughs> clear vanilla She's is like, a thing. You poor girl. Do you not bake? Did you not have a mother growing <laughs> up? Where's your like, grandma? What is, what is all this going on in the baking now? Girl, they're wild over there in the baking now. It's, just, it's a lot of wild stuff going on in the baking now. They have clear vanilla. You're going to use that. I don't ever use cheap vanilla. One 
year, I was short on vanilla and ran to like the corner store and bought some. And we were just doused in the vanilla. I'm like, this vanilla is not working. Mm-hmm. So never do that. Always get Watkins. If you can, if you can find Watkins, that's the best. Okay. Um, if you can't find Watkins, maybe you have like um, an actual like nice grocery store. Go ahead and get a nice vanilla. The vanilla makes a difference. You can smell, you can smell good vanilla and good flavoring. When you open the bottle, you should smell it. Okay. And your kitchen should already smell good just from opening those (laughs) bottles. Do not skimp on, do not skimp on the flame because you're just not, you're going to pay for it anyway because you're dumping, you're not tasting anything because it's just water or something. Um, But those those are the key ingredients. I love it. Um, Then when you cool it, like if you don't want to eat the whole cake, which we don't anymore because I bake when I feel sad. When I miss my grandmother Mm -hmm. is when I bake cakes and I now give them away. I either give away the whole cake or I cut it up into slices. And me and my youngest daughter have, we went on Amazon and got those little um, pieces. I could get the bakery and put a cake in there. And we have these two little bags that say um, Aunt Mo and Cousin Lily's Bakery. And we put them in the little bag and we take them to our neighbors when I don't want to give away like the whole yeah. cake to somebody. That's adorable. Yeah. So that's, a, yeah. Oh, you know what? Here's what I have an yeah. idea, Zach. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to tease this at the beginning. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Thank you to Dr. Monique Thompson for joining us. We're going to have her back on because I feel like we just started to scratch the surface, but please check her out on her website. It's doctor. It's spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R Monique Thompson with a P.com. And you can find her resources there. You can also check out her infidelity recovery workbook available um, on her website. Thanks for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.